Today on Gamerhead Radio, we have more people in the studio than we're used to. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am, of course, Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, and to my... I'm surrounded by people here, and this is kind of kind of disorienting. Uh, let's get started with the regulars first. Um, over here, in this corner, literally... He's pointing at approximately, what is that, 11 o'clock? Yeah. Uh, 10.30. Yeah. 10.30. Um, Winging at a whopping 140 in this quarter. From parts unknown, the man formerly known as Goat. Yeah. Also currently known as Goat, but and, I still and, like and making fun of him. a title holder. Yeah. Um, and over in the blue shorts corner. Leave my freaking shorts alone. <laughs> my God, you guys. It is none other than the techno unicorn, Charlie Worthley. Weighing in 120 mountain, gigabytes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a measurement of mass. <laughs> it is now. Um... And we're joined by uh, technically two guests, even though one of them is only mic'd up. Um, to my side is uh, none other than Sideshow Bill. Hello. From uh, Good, Bad, Horrible. Um, he's jumping in this week for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, we really don't you? know why he's here. He just wandered in. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, he's I, like, I, hey, I heard you guys record podcasts, yeah, I, I too. I saw a bunch of people on microphones. I'm like, I, I want to join, please. I have the resume for this. Um... <laughs> And and to my other side, she's not quite mic'd up, but she's close enough to where if she get if she feels like getting close enough to me, she will be. Um, uh, Miss Jenny Richter. Hey there. Um, <laughs> which, uh, which which this she's is from really Southern New York. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, we, we've got Where's a packed packed <laughs> studio here tonight. Um, we were doing the Slipknot version of the show this week. <laughs> No, we need we need two more people, and and, no more uh, and three people need to be useless. Yes. I'm pretty sure everyone in here. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Jenny has volunteered to be useless, which is um, uh, kind of odd, but whatever. Um, and kind of mood compared to what we just did before we started recording this. But hey, <laughs> but that's uh, that's something we'll get into uh, at the end of the show. Yes. Um, so, a uh, uh, kind of busy week in game releases, believe it or not. September 10th sees the release of uh, Killzone Mercenary on Vita. Um, Metro Last Light on Mac. Hooray! Yeah, we not have one really. Mac fan here. No, uh, no, 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 no. So it's Metro um, Mac? Yes. Um, NHL 14, Puppeteer, Amnesia, A Machine for Pigs, and most importantly, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts <laughs> HD 1.5 Remix. Hang on. Oh, we need to put comments on that, because that's the greatest video game title I've ever heard in my life. You've never heard of the Amnesia games? Uh, no, 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 just the whole, like, NHL 14, Pigs on Parade, you just speed away there. That sounds like one title with no pauses. <laughs> Jenny heard pigs, and that's all she wanted to hear. Um, Good lord, they have a hockey game where you shoot pigs while you're playing. What what else is going on here? Oh, you have amnesia. So you don't even remember what the hell you're playing hockey for with pigs. Uh, I also <laughs> mentioned Kingdom Hearts though. HD. So feel free to. Uh, oh, okay, so you're on a Disney on Ice thing in HD at the end of it. Cool. I mean, whatever. You know, whatever. It's cool. It. it could be interesting though. I did. Yeah, it. you. Oh, wow. Um, the so, journalist and no pauses makes for interesting game titles. <laughs> Hey, so real quick, Kingdom Hearts, I haven't been following this release at all. I played Kingdom Hearts 1, I played like a 
few minutes of Kingdom Hearts 2 before I got distracted and just never went back to, back okay. to it for no good reason whatsoever. Yes. What is this release? So th- this is a collection of uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, remastered in high definition. Okay. Kingdom Hearts Re-Chain of Memories, which was originally a Game Boy Advance game, and then they realized that is nobody bought it. Is that the card it. one? Yes. I actually played that. I did too, well. but nobody else did. We were the only no, people okay. who bought it. Um, <laughs> Go us. <laughs> so uh, they realized that no one actually played the Game Boy Advance game, so they ported it to PS2 and released it in Japan and eventually here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also being uh, released, Unchanged, uh, remastered per- in HD. No, no, no. It, it is okay. like full like 3D worlds and stuff. They're not Game Boy Advance graphics on a PS2 engine. But I mean, like otherwise the gameplay is the same. Otherwise the it's... combat is exactly the same. Okay. Yes. Um, and then the cutscenes only... Uh, remastered in HD from Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2. Which is... I hate that title. <laughs> well, that game kind of sucked. That was the one on DS. Yeah, most of the DS... Actually, both of the DS games were horrible, but the PSP one and the 3DS one were awesome. So this is so basically, everyone's just buying it for Kingdom Hearts 1 in HD, which is what I'm buying it for. And, and the also, good parts of 352. Yeah. Because you don't need to play the game, yeah. but the cutscenes are good. Um, everyone's, everyone's no just... additional levels, content, bonus no. stuff, nothing like that? Okay. No. So uh, if, I play... if you pre-ordered and get the limited edition, you get an art book, Yay. which I'm pretty Ooh. excited about. <laughs> so if I played one and I don't need to, the nostalgia of playing it again, I have no reason to play it. Unless you want it in high def. Right. Okay, fine. I, I've been dying to replay it, but I don't want to plug in my PS2 anymore. So Say, I, I got, I don't know, about two levels into the first one, and I just never got back to it. Well, how dare you? Hey, oh, I'm, was, I'm worse. I have not played any of them. Ask him. How dare you? Ask Goat. He's seen my backlog, which I just added to the other day. Well, I recommend both of you pick this up at some point, then. Um, yeah, if you haven't us. played it, it's absolutely worth playing. If, if oh, you're yeah, slightly a fan of Disney and or Square, like See, I'm a big characters. fan of both of those. So yeah. this is this is like, oh my god. See, I, I got to the point in the first one where you unlock Hercules level and Wonderland Spoilers. and... The other one. Those really aren't spoilers. Yeah. That's literally the second level. <laughs> yeah, it was like the first three levels, like Wonderland, Hercules, and what was the third one? Uh, Tarzan. John Denver. Tar- yeah, Tarzan. No, John, John Denver? Yeah. <laughs> there was that controversy scene where he flies a plane. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. Um, if you haven't figured out, it's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> yeah, Charlie's been you know sighing heavily at all of us just because there's there's so many goofy people well, in this room right now. Well, he's got blue shorts on. <laughs> You okay, guys have that, an unhealthy obsession with my clothes. Okay, that that one was probably a little uncalled for. But anyway, um, anyway, go. What did you play this week? I've actually done some 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 stuff this week. Uh, yeah, you you diversified a little bit this I've week. I've got this unhealthy obsession with my 3ds this week, which is cool. <clears throat> Excuse me, I picked up theorem. Theater rhythm, theater rhythm, theater Final rhythm. fantasy, and I've uh, finished the and I put in quotations main storyline today. <laughs> whipped right through it. And it's going to suck me in for even more because now I've hit the like actual hard part, which is going to take a little bit longer than the thirteen previous levels. Yeah, um, I've been working on um, what else have I worked? Pokemon this week because I got the new Pokemon. I was like, hey, why not? Nice. While I'm here, um, and then what else have I been working on this week? Was Bill, are you okay over there? You're like coughing up a <laughs> lung. I'm just trying not to be loud. That's okay. all. Okay. He's got the black plague. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll be sure to have a eulogy for him at yeah. the end of the show. But if those, he makes it to the end of the show. Yeah. Those are the two main ones I've been working on. Oh, cool. So, uh, Charlie, I don't need to ask you what you've been playing, but I'm going to ask you anyway. It's Charlie, so what have you been good. playing? 
I've been playing the crap out of Rayman Legends. It is that's not an understatement. He, I'm pretty sure so he literally good. had to hold it over the toilet as he was playing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's a disturbing image. I'm just saying. No, I have been playing it a lot. It's um, it's 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 everything I hope it could be and more. It's so much fun. It the post you've been putting in the players' club have sold me on it, and I'm trying my hardest not to buy any games till GTA Five comes out. So I'm just I'm looking at it at work, and I'm just like, I, I, I no, not yet. Point of interest: mm-hmm. when you're playing the crap out of it, <laughs> oh, for the love, do you take the gamepad in there, or does it come out of the console? Goat, goat, goat. Moving on, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Uh, Charlie is at, uh, I, this is why I drink <laughs> during the show <laughs> yeah, right now. Uh, Charlie I'm assuming expression. that's all you played this week uh, I okay uh, I actually have another question so okay. I um, actually picked up when I picked up uh, Rayman I also picked up uh, Super Luigi whatever uh, whatever the actual Super Luigi world new Super Luigi U yeah that one um, have you played it the first two levels, and then I got frustrated and stopped. Um, yeah, I was not aware that all of the levels were going to be starting at 100 seconds. Yeah, that's why I stopped. Did you know that going in? No. I, I reread all the literature, I, I, the back of the, the box re- and everything. I, See, because I... Nobody don't, says that. I don't, I don't like... Bill, you have your hand up. Go. <laughs> no, I was just saying, what is the difference between that one compared to the other? Uh, you only play as Luigi. And also, uh, Luigi, he runs slower. He also doesn't have quite as well of friction. He jumps a little bit higher. He has that weird little floaty thing. And uh, also, all the levels start at 100 seconds as opposed to, like, 400. Which, which the point is, if, if you've ever played any Mario game ever, you know the part where you're playing, and all of a sudden it's like... Which tells you that you need to hurry the crap up because you're... Yes, every level starts there. And yeah. oh, see, here's the thing. I am I'm pissed. Michelle, Some of those Michelle, levels are long too. Well, yeah, well, I mean, now like, they're really challenging. Yeah. <laughs> and see, Michelle and I, we were looking forward to it because we we play all of the console Mario games, and you know we you know we play multi you know like co-op together, and we you know we like to take our time and go through and find all the coins and do all the hidden stuff and like really like take our time. Yeah. And it's always it's like. It's all speedruns. Yeah, it's all speedruns, which it's is completely counteractive to your way of playing a Mario game. Basically, yes. I mean, like I'll do those for the you know for the challenge for like you know for some stuff, but you know it's you know it's like you read the package and the package says eighty something more levels where you get to play as Luigi and you play as Nabbit and that's what it says. Like it makes absolutely no mention of of the, the, this this time crunch thing, and I'm I'm really kind of upset about it. Yeah, I'm glad I only paid thirty bucks for it because at that point now it's just sitting on my shelf and it's a pretty green box. Yeah, so going next to the pretty red box <laughs> from New Super Mario Brothers, you or we rather yeah. not you. And Plants vs Zombies. So oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bill, what did you what did you play this week? Uh, let's see, I've been stuck in Fallout Three. I'm finally working my way through it uh, slowly, but you know, with with doing the uh, the movie thing, it's kind of hard for me to actually sit down and play a game. I can see that. But uh, other than that, I've been uh, I went back to Chrono Trigger. I'm, really? Yeah, on DS. It's been a while since Def- I played it. Uh, I, I had the urge, and I'm like, this needs to happen again. Definite approval from me. But uh, other than that, just going through white and... Uh, Pokemon white? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't remember a game called white. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's but, a rare uh, first-person shooter where you're a KKK member. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, See, I just uh, knew he was talking about cocaine. The other day, when Go and I went to GameStop and he picked up Theater Rhythm, I actually got a whole bunch of games for like next to nothing price-wise, so I started Singularity today. Oh, and let me know how that is. I was, it's I've always been cool so far. Is it? I've always been curious. It's been on, yeah. it's on sale like forever now. They might have to make the, yeah. the ranks. 
Yeah. And just go through the, well, uh, the it was one process. Of those, they, they had the, the bin of like three for ten bucks, and that was in there. So I picked up that. I picked up Last Remnant, and what was the other one? Fantasy Star? Yep. And then I got Which the, Fantasy Star? Uh, Universe. Universe. Oh. But three bucks. Uh, yeah, it was three bucks, and then uh, they had Prince of Persia for two sixty nine. Which Prince of Persia? <laughs> uh, I think like the reboot. Oh, one. the cells that nah, wasn't horrible. And then uh, three bucks. I, I picked up um, <laughs> or three bucks. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one I picked? You got up? the uh, he, he lucked out and got the collector's oh. edition of Gears Two yeah, for three dollars. Gears Two was two sixty nine, and I got like the super special one with the metal box and the art book and all that nonsense for like. I'm three all bucks. for cheap collector's editions. Yeah. So yeah. I was I was I was pretty stoked at that. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Uh, I've been playing nothing but Earthbound this week. I'm. Have you reached Earth yet? Huh? Did you reach Earth yet? I think I started on Earth. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure though. I'm waiting for that twist That's a where really like short I'm on game. Huh? That's a really short game. <laughs> Earthbound. Oh, you're here. Thanks for playing. Thirty nine ninety five. But but I I think I'm about seventy five percent of the way through because throughout the game you get these those eight like sounds or something and I've got six of them yeah. but the last two of them I got like back to back so I I don't know the pacing is all kind of weird but yeah, I, but I'm really that. enjoying it just because of the pure humor of it I just I got through a uh, Moonside also known as Acid Trip Town <laughs> where you're fighting fucking like clocks and statues and you, the the main boss for the area is a hallucinogenic statue so it, it's it's Wait, it's hallucinating, or you're hallucinating the statue? Uh, it's a real statue that causes hallucinations, and once you defeat it, you just wake up in a warehouse with the statue broken. That's a little creepy. The whole game is fucking creepy! There's a cult centered around painting shit blue! <laughs> Clearly they've gotten some Charlie! What, what is it? I give you credit for that one. I think that was one of those ones that I missed. Uh, you definitely really, missed it. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. I mean, you know how I am about retro games. You know, Goat says it enough. If it's 21 minutes old, I'm not playing it. I Earthbound is more than 21 minutes old several times over, it's, and I'm really enjoying it. Bill, it's a super rare one from Super Nintendo. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Know, I know what it is, but that's one of those ones I missed. I never uh, got a chance yeah. to play it. Okay. Now that you know what we did this week in games, let's see what the industry did this week in games. Coming in at number five, Hideo Kojima had some really odd tweets this past week. Uh, he was talking about the character design in Metal Gear Solid Five. Specifically, a lot of Metal Gear fans were uh, talking about the sniper from the trailer who's wearing literally nothing but like a string bikini and a handful of pouches for ammo and guns and things like that, which is totally military attire, right? I, whatever. Um, and and he, he... So is it the chick from that uh, Crown game? Did she... Just yeah, it's a, it's a new crossover. Okay. Um, she jumped over from Dragon's Crown. And she, to, she got done with that and just picked up this new game. Yeah, you know, it, it's like how you start seeing the same actors in commercials. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, but uh, some people took offense to this woman that's supposed to be in military that's, you know, not dressed like she's in the military. Um, and so he, Hideo Kojima tried to explain his, you know, his character design, how he wanted that. At first he said, I want, I, I want people cosplaying them to be more erotic. And then he's like, no, I mean sexy. No, I mean erotic. I think I mean sexy. And keep in mind, folks, Hideo Kojima, his English isn't his first language, so he could have totally somehow mixed up the words because there's apparently a difference between erotic and sexy. Anyway, um, so even some 
uh, developers jumped in, like a developer from 343 Industries, most notable for Halo 4 and Halo Anniversary, and that's it, um, and will only ever be known for Halo games, um, said that he found the character design disgusting and offensive and all sorts of things, and meanwhile, the rest of us are sitting here just like, well, most of the characters in Halo don't even speak, so that's, you know. Yeah, their um, only mentionable character in Halo is a naked blue chick, so... Yeah, that's, that's, this is what I'm thinking here. It's just like, you guys don't have clean hands. You're, you're, one of your main characters is a holographic, you know, technically nude, you know, AI. And they're, uh, you know, I mean, to be fair, they didn't design it, but uh, whatever, they stick with it. Um, I, I, thought, I thought that the, everyone around the internet, um, you know, it, it kind of... Treating Hideo Kojima's tweets is like I didn't realize he was a twelve-year-old boy again. Yeah. Well, did you did you catch the tweet? Uh, the the one that caught my eye is that when I was reading an article, I think it was on Kotaku about how they were talking about they were digging a little bit deeper into his tweets and like some of the follow-up is he's made a comment about essentially the boiled down to is like when you play the the game, you'll understand why she has to be dressed this way or something like that. Like he basically tried to say like there's a reason for this. Like in in addition to what you were saying, yeah. but apparently there's also a actual character reason. Like she's got some problem or something. It was 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 the I, insinuation I, 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 I got. I want off to of note it. that this character's name is apparently Quiet. Yeah. Anyway, Goat looks the, like he has the, something. To does say. anybody else see the the fact that it's a Japanese guy doing this, and this is probably pretty normal? Yeah, but he hasn't been this bad before. Like he's had, you know, he, he's had he's had characters in, uh, you know, that like Eva from Metal Gear Solid Three, where her her jumpsuit was like zipped all the way down, and you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm saying like what we consider like grotesque and horrible and sexist or whatever you want to call it, or derogatory towards women is pretty much a normal game over there that you give to your children on an iPad. Apparently. <laughs> Jenny, you look like you have something to say. Don't we all have, like, problems keeping our clothes on sometimes? I mean, let's be honest here. <laughs> find it interesting no. the female surrounded by four dudes is the one saying this. <laughs> Tune into our other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be uh, off the air briefly. Um <laughs> I don't know. I see. This doesn't shock me because you know this is Hideo Kojima. He's weird. He's the guy that he makes Easter eggs out of putting posters of scantily clad women inside lockers and stuff like that in the Metal Gear games. So this doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but this 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 is kind of it just you know kind of like when we started you know several episodes ago mm-hmm. when we were talking about sexism and games and stuff like that. And you and I were Goat and I were just like. This doesn't seem like a big deal, and then and then you know we we had a couple people write in who were a little bit more passionate about the about everything. Oh, so like uh, I know that Borderlands like specifically made a character just to counteract like the pop culture of like all the scantily clad women out there and the stuff. The siren like that. or a... uh, no, it's the the big heavyweight mechanic woman. Oh, oh, right, I right, forgot right. what her name was, but yeah, I know they specifically did that just to go out of their way. Like just to defy like the typical like scantily clad like woman stereotype in video games. I just thought that was pretty interesting. Well, Gearbox is also the developer that uh, kind of screwed them over, uh, screwed themselves over PR wise when they did a quote unquote girlfriend mode. Mm. You guys remember that? That was that was that was not. I, I would not want to be Sega or Sega's uh, Gearbox's PR that day. I wouldn't want to be Sega's PR that day either. Yeah. But I'm entirely different, you know. I found the direct reference for what I was talking about before. Apparently, it was um, 
the uh, the model Stephanie Justin, whose face, voice, and motion capture are being used for the for the character Quiet. Um, yada yada yada. At the end, she says, um, "Wait, so she does have voice despite being called Quiet?" Well, maybe <laughs> she whispers. I don't know. Um, she said, um, "I was I was surprised to see Quiet's outfit at first, but you know, it fits the Metal Gear universe. I think I don't think I'm allowed to say a lot about this, but well, Mr. Kojima has his reasons for deciding why Quiet is wearing what she's wearing. Players will just have to look forward to that. So." I don't know. His, his, his quote unquote, quote unquote, look forward to that. Nah. <laughs> Beat it on impossible in its nude mode. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, though, is it really that big of a deal? You know, people freak out about anything. If we keep going into this, it's just going to be when Goat and I did our sexism episode, and that that uh, most of our listeners already know how we feel about that. Yeah. We we're, we don't care. I mean, it's it's all expression. It's all art. It's all you know. It's Hideo Kojima's game. He can make it however the fuck he wants, and and ninety nine percent of people are probably overreacting. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's a little weird that a person in quote unquote military garb is you know running around in her underwear more or less, but what actually. Sonya Blade started that. Well, she at least had, you know, full leg tights. But still. <laughs> that, that, they may have been Kevlar. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. The, the resolution was far too little. Yeah. But um, I, I can bookend this. We can, we, can, we can just cut it off here. The internet needs something to overreact about, and this is this week's thing. Yeah. yeah you're probably right yeah, on that one. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. So, so stop it. Just, just stop it right now. <laughs> Unplug the keyboard. Just yell at your monitor. We don't want to actually read it. <laughs> uh, on, a, on a significantly lighter note, coming in at number four, we got a bunch of Pokemon information uh, a couple days ago. Um, specifically, the special edition uh, 3DS that was released in Japan is going to be re- released in the U.S., also in a red color, as opposed to the blue that was only released in Japan, and it looks gorgeous, but my 3DS is signed by Nobuo Uematsu, and I'm never going to replace that. Um, Also, uh, we learned that you'll be able to get the original three starters, um, and all of them will have Mega Evolutions, the original three starters, of course, being uh, Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle. And there's also going to be some kind of service called Pokemon Bank, uh, which means that you can send your Pokemon from X and Y or white and black or white or black 2 to the cloud, which is what they actually said. I'm proud of Nintendo learning these new th- words. Um, I'm sure Charlie is too. Um, yeah, and, buzzwords. And then, <laughs> and then you can access them from other games if with the same account. I don't know how it works. They just mentioned that it will be a paid service. It's going to be like five bucks a year in Japan, so we can assume probably the same thing here. Um, I got excited because it means that my super-powered team from uh, White 2 can actually carry over to Y when I pick it up in October. Um, oh, so this is going to be this is going to come to existing games. It's it's well, they announced it as a primary uh, function for X and Y, so you can hold up to three thousand Pokemon in this in this cloud storage. Um, I like the hand gestures I'm making with cloud storage, <laughs> like you know, actual clouds. Um, <laughs> but but thank you, Jenny. Um, but uh, another another reason to use it is that you can transfer Pokemon from the latter two generation DS games oh, nice. to the three DS games, which I jumped on. Which is interesting because, what yesterday when me and Bill were at uh, the GameStop, we were actually talking about that if we could actually transfer stuff. Yeah, and there was like I don't know, and I was like I'm pretty sure I remember something, and that was it. Yeah, well, yeah, which when, is interesting like, that comes when, up today. When him and I got, you know, because he's got black, I have white, and when we first got Keldeo, the special edition GameStop one, I, we were yeah, we were, we were trying to figure out how to transfer him from white to white too. 
And we couldn't figure out how that worked exactly. Uh, through a trading center? That's all it is. It, it's, there's just like trading centers. You just need two DSs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, do we need just the one card or do we need... No, like, you you will need, you know, separate cards because you're basically... Did you ever trade Pokemon in the older games? Yes. The, the white was the first one. No, actually, no. I take that back. Because I, I was, was, I was, that, I I was that badass in the elementary school playground with the link cable and everyone came to me and I charged everyone 50 <laughs> cents to use it. <laughs> Well, no, see, I, I am not kidding. I, I, I believe you. Due to the Pokemon thing. Okay, so uh, so with with uh, with white and uh, black and white and black and white too. Um, in every Pokemon Center, if you go to the second floor, there's like the global links where you can trade Pokemon and battle Pokemon with people, um, either in your same vicinity or like you know over the internet. Which over the internet is usually a bad idea because there's a bunch of hacked Pokemon in there. Um, but that the. That's really all you have to do, but in order to do that, you do need two systems and one game per each. The source that with the Pokemon that you want to trade, and then the destination with the Pokemon with so where would, you want to send the Pokemon. Give him like my white so like, two. So for example, what I did because I had a I had a bunch of Pokemon I wanted to change from white to white two. I borrowed my sister's DS. And I had mine in the other in the 3DS, and I switched them over, and then sending the sending the Pokemon I sent back to white one. In order, in exchange for like my legendaries and stuff like that, we're just like ratata, just like useless shit. Then I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm okay. not. I'm never gonna play the old game. I've got the new game now. All right, I'm just well, go now. Fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this cloud should make it a lot easier. This cloud should make it a lot easier. I, I don't know how it works, but I think you might even be able to work it somehow where you might be able to. M- uh, move Pokemon to different games, not necessarily register, register yeah. with your trainer or whatever. I don't know how it works. They haven't announced it yet, but I'm really interested. I'm, I'm hoping for like a mass too, where you can pick like four or five at once and just be like thud. Yeah. Well, who knows? Because all, all I know, all I know is they're like a hundred boxes. You can carry three thousand Pokemon. I'm like, I'll never catch that many unless I unless I want to just start farming Lucarios or something. So anyway, all of a sudden VJ's. Uh VJ's Pokemon Emporium.com starts up. <laughs> Charlie, I'm going to need you to see if that's available. <laughs> I, I was kidding, but I appreciate it. <laughs> um, can I just say that I'm going to be in super Pokemon fanboy mode between now and when the new consoles drop? As compared to what? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, oh, so Pokemon's coming to the forefront, and Final Fantasy will take a back seat for... Well, yeah, Final Fantasy's not out till February. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he'll flip back over until... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, Charlie, you, you haven't seen me when a new Pokemon game comes out. I'm Like, my Facebook feed for that entire week and week after will be nothing but, Fuck yeah, I caught this today! No, I, this died today! Anyone have this? I need to trade this. That's all it'll be, and I apologize in advance. I'm just going to need you to make sure to to have it. So all those posts you put like like hashtag them with Pokemon, just so I can block that hashtag, and then everything's fine. <laughs> and he'll be like, "Oh, oh Mike hasn't oh. posted in three weeks." No, because I- <laughs> <laughs> are you like okay? Him? <laughs> That's how I type. <laughs> um, like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Coming in at number three, uh, the founder of... I always love introducing him as this. The founder of Atari and Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> Nolan Bushnell, uh, had some choice words for Nintendo this week. Um, not necessarily as mean as they sound. Um, Nolan, with an interview with the BBC, uh, said that Nintendo was quickly on their way to, uh, quote, the path to irrelevance... 
um, comparing the Wii U to the Atari Jaguar and saying that Atari was ruined by, quote-unquote, corporate charlatans. That's literally, like, all it was. He, he said Nintendo's on the path to irrelevance and uh, Atari was ruined by corporate charlatans and stuff like that. And I, I just thought it was weird that... You know, I've, I've met Nolan Bushnell. He's a nice guy. He's, he's the kind of guy that sets up... Uh, um, a, a stage shot of him digging for old Atari consoles in the middle of the desert. Yeah. He seems very Mr. Rogers to me. Uh, in what way? Like the whole, like, really approachable, really high, how's it going? He doesn't have that creepy factor, though. Yeah, no, I mean, like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have that legend where his arms are covered in tattoos because he was a Navy sniper. Yeah. Either. I'm pretty sure Nolan Bushnell's not capable of being a sniper. Uh, that's not a dig. That, that's, <laughs> that's... Anyway. Um, but he seems like one of those guys who, like, literally does not cuss because he just... That's a, not in his vocabulary. You know, like he's just—he's not. He was a—he was a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, which is why I found it kind of weird that he was, you know, kind of bashing on Nintendo. I mean, he didn't say it where it sounded like a bash or anything like that. But it just okay. Yeah. But uh, okay, so I—I I, I took the liberty of looking up the the definition of the word charlatan because I realized <laughs> I wasn't actually sure. Um, and so for anyone else like me, uh, the the definition of charlatan according to Wiktionary is a malicious trickster, a fake person, especially one who deceives for personal profit. How is that? Not meant maliciously. Well, no, he he meant that specifically in how um, and also what in is how, his in how corporate people treated Atari. Because remember, Nolan Bushnell sold the Atari name to people, and then he was out of control, and that's how we got the Atari that put out like Driver Three, um, and then they went under, and no one remembers them anymore, except for you know people gamers who think they're getting really cool first tattoos when they get the Atari logo on their neck. Um, <laughs> Or the seven thousandth iteration of Frogger, yeah, yeah. Um, but so the in relation to him saying you know corporate charlatans and stuff like that, I don't think he meant that in terms of to Nintendo. I think that he was just saying that's how the how Atari kind of met its downfall. I could be wrong. I could be reading this all wrong. I didn't see the original interview, and I have not you know seen him speak, so I, I don't know what context was. Um, oh yeah, because that was just what I was going to ask. We don't know the context of this comment at all. Like what he was referring to, every, what, he, every, what his issue is, anything. Everything I've every, everything I've seen. I mean, I can't find the original interview. Um, everything I've seen so far, just kind of you know, like journalists do, they paint the headline to look like Nolan Bushnell is like showing a giant middle finger to Nintendo, yeah. and then you read the text, and it's just like, well, it doesn't sound like he really hates them. It just sounds like he's trying to warn them. That's you know? the way I took it. Is it's more of like, hey, Nintendo, remember what we did? Don't follow in our footsteps. Yeah, that, that's 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 what I hope it is, and like more like a warning. Yeah. More like yeah, a warning, just like, hey, Nintendo, you're kind of um, yeah. Interesting thing to note, by the way, um, Nintendo changed their official Facebook page for the Wii U to uh, what was it like Nintendo console like, gaming, yeah. or something like that, and then they changed the 3DS to Nintendo handheld gaming. Oh, nice. Um, so a little bit of separation there. I, I don't know what it's supposed to be. Well, well, because I read it on Kotaku, like I'm assuming Charlie did when he started shaking his head at me, nodding rather. Yes. Um, and, and they came up with the you know observation that the Wii official Facebook page currently has more likes to it than the Wii U page by a large margin, by a very large yes. margin. Um, so everyone's kind of assuming that it's just kind of like you know trying to condense everything into yeah. one spot, which I understand you know it's a smart pr move especially considering that you know allegedly the wii u name is not what's screwing over the wii u so yeah okay I, maybe, maybe, hey hey here's an idea maybe they should have followed atari and called it the wii panther 
I still think it should have been the Power Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm still voting for Wii Wii. Or PNES. <laughs> I'm still voting for Wii Wii. I got a giggle out of Jenny and Bill. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I Whatever. Nolan Bushnell's old anyway. <laughs> he is. Have you seen him? He's, he's, he's old and irrelevant. <laughs> he was part of Atari. Yeah, I'd hope he wasn't like... 14 when he was doing that. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean, know. It was the late 70s, early 80s. I mean, all you had to do was have a pulse to run a business back then. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, coming at number two, uh, the popular Infamous franchise uh, will be on PS4 by March. Are you okay over there, Go? Uh, just a popular Infamous. You should just be like, the Infamous yeah, franchise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Opportunity missed, I guess. Yeah, I know. Um, the... Infamous franchise is coming to PS4 by March, but according to words we've heard from some of the folks behind the game at Sucker Punch, it might be getting a release on Vita sometime soon as well. Um, during an interview with Video Gamer, um, one of the creative folks at Sucker Punch, uh, when asked about the Vita, um, if there would ever be an infamous game on the Vita, he said, we're only talking about the PS4 game right now, I can't talk about other versions of the game. Oops. And everyone's like, Huh. You you didn't just automatically say I, uh, I we have nothing to say. That was kind of you, foreshadowing you, you, a little you bit. You said we're only we're not talking yeah. about other versions. That's an oops. Now this could be the gaming community reading too far into it. Yeah, it's actually coming out on 3ds. <laughs> I don't know if that would work <laughs> legally or you know techno technologically. Well, there you aside, go. Aside, yeah. from, aside from that, point I for just, VJ. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Who here, is, who here has played the Infamous games? Bill's raising his hand. <laughs> I've seen them while Bill plays them. You might actually enjoy them. I have the one still sitting on my hard drive. I just haven't had the time to sit <laughs> oh, around the and free do one with yeah. the PSN outage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as do I. Yeah, yeah. when uh, Infamous and Prototype came out like within a week of each other back when they came out, and I chose Prototype, so I played that. I didn't, I didn't play Infamous. Infamous was so much better than if, Prototype. Infamous That's is really, really fun. And, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it's, it's probably, aside from Arkham... It's probably the best superhero game, and it's not even tied to like an yeah. actual superhero or anything like that. It's all just made from yeah. the ground up for the PS3 and now the PS4. And I can't wait for the PS4 game because it's, it, it's the, the guy. He's doesn't got that one fire have, powers. Doesn't and, it have to deal with his son, right, or something like uh, that? It's subtitled Second Son, but I don't think it's actually his son. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say why you're not playing as Cole McGrath in the third game, but uh, those of you who had actually played the game would know. Hey, my defense, I had just got my PS3 around that time, and I was sucked into Uncharted. Whatever. And then by the time I got to Infamous, I was in. They've moved on. The second one. So, was really so fun for the though. two of you, do you at least know what kind of game Infamous is? Yeah, yeah it's like the guy with it's, the it's hands. It's open world. You've got electric arms, yeah. and you can you jump on stuff and climb. And you jump on and, stuff. Yeah. You climb things. You mm-hmm. shock people. There's an entire gang that just wears garbage bags. It's really funny. Yeah. A lot like Prototype. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Prototype. <laughs> See, Prototype was M-rated, so a lot of, it had a lot more like grit to it. Yeah. Infamous actually felt kind of like a teenage comic book. You oh, know? okay. And uh, some of the cutscenes in the first one were even like that. They were drawn like comic books and yeah. stuff like that. The second one had legitimate cutscenes um, instead of just you know drawings and stuff like that. But no, they were really good games. I recommend them to. Oh yeah, both I'm gonna of play you. them. I just haven't. Okay. I gotta um, find that moment where I'm like, I literally have nothing to do. Let's go. I think. I think. I think an infamous game on Vita could actually work really well because I looked at the Vita's lineup and we really don't have any open world games on the Vita. <laughs> 
And I don't know if that's because of technical limitations or if it's just... It's the Vita? It's just the Vita. I mean, I'm is, hearing... Uh, like, is GTA Five coming out on Vita? No, It's right? not. No, okay. No. no, that'd be amazing, well, but no. Usually they, they try GTA get... Five is the game I'm assuming will come on three discs on Xbox okay. just because I'm yeah. looking at it and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, usually yeah. GTA, they try to put everywhere and anything and as much as they possibly can. I can, can only assume it'll come out for PC at some point. Yeah. Other than that, I don't foresee it coming to anything else. Um, I, I would love it on Vita, yeah. don't get me wrong, but, you know, um, especially because I'm looking for any reason to actually turn on my Vita right now, aside from old PSP games that I never get around to, but that's beside the point. Um, Checking your email. Yeah, I can actually, there is an email <laughs> yeah. app on the Vita. Yeah. I, 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 it works. Yeah. That's the best I can say about it. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I, as soon as it came out, I've always deemed it the uh, the PlayStation tablet. It has it's a really small tablet. Yeah, but it's, it's only a five-inch screen. About the same, same versatility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming in at number one, Xbox One. Yeah. Fact, thank you, Charlie, for that pity laugh. Um, we didn't cover it last week because we were uh, in the middle of publishing our episode last week when this news was announced. Um, but we finally have a release date for the Xbox One, and the magic date is drum roll, please. November 22nd. So the magic date is November 22nd, 2013, uh, a full week after the PlayStation 4 launches. Um, My credit cards are going to be crying in November. Mine too. (laughs) Um, Wow. What? That is exactly one week before Black Friday as well. Yep. Your credit cards are going to die. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> They're going to be white hot, and you're going to need to pick them up with oven mitts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, interesting thing to note, though. The Xbox One is getting a quote-unquote worldwide launch, which only in like seven countries, um, on November 22nd. Meanwhile, the PS4, the only place it's getting released earlier is the U.S. on the 15th. Everywhere else is being released the 29th, except for Japan, which we don't know, which is probably going to be, be announced in like three hours from now. Um which, by the time you hear this, it'll be re- announced. And, hey, it's coming out that day. Um, <laughs> so, it, I'm kind of interested to see... To, to kind of try to look into Microsoft's mentality with this. Because all of us agreed that they pretty much had to get the jump on Sony as far as release date goes in order to have a chance at trying to beat them. But... They didn't. They didn't. I mean, especially their core market. Microsoft acknowledges that their core market is the U.S., Everywhere else, they're beating the PS4 out the gate, which is great, but, you know, in the U.S., where Microsoft is based, where they make their most money, where they, all of this, it's just like, nope, week later. Suck on it. You think it could be a big marketing ploy? For... I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't think so. Well, I mean, some of us are marketing people. Who knows? <laughs> there could be some scientific unless data. They, unless they've got an in at Sony that's going to somehow make sure that every PS4 is bricked, then that way a week later everyone's buying the Xbox One. It's like, fuck Sony, you know? <laughs> the only thing I can think of is they're very... That would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> the only It'd be thing. the best console launch in history. And, so the only and simultaneously got, the worst. Yeah. The only theory I got is the fact that they're overconfident in their customer base. One of those, like, well, when do we put it out? All our greenheads will come in here and pick it up. Greenheads, really? Whatever. <laughs> X-ites. X-bots. There we go. X-bots. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think they, they had that confidence where, like, we, we, it doesn't matter. We can put it out. That, you know, once you're Xbox, you'll, you'll be Xbox till you die. Yeah. They kind of yeah. have that. They've always had that kind of overconfident astuteness to them. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, 
I'm already just dreading the thought of me dropping $900 on new consoles in the span of a week. Yeah. Because, yep. uh, yeah, because so. I know I will, because I, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm just like, no, I need it, you know. Yeah. Only I, 900 You're not buying the, the PlayStation 4 camera or any extra controllers? I, I don't have friends. <laughs> hey! So... Who needs extra you guys control- are on the internet. <laughs> yeah, say who needs extra controllers in this place? We always play together, and it's just like yeah, I'll see you online in ten minutes. Oh yeah, that's if, I need, right. if I if I'm really going to have people sitting on the same couch as me playing on my console, I'll tell them to bring their own controllers. And if they don't have their own controllers, then sorry. And now I'm learning my wife is costing me even more money than I was previously. Welcome to the married life. <laughs> um, Two of everything. Yeah, serious. Um. And on the on the tail of the Xbox news, uh, Charlie, you actually came up with some. Uh, you saw that apparently external storage isn't going to be working at launch. Yeah, it's just you know, uh, uh, yeah, see, they seem to be sacrificing things just to be able to get the console out the door um, on uh, when they wanted to. And so uh, the uh, the Xbox One is uh, eventually, but just not at launch, going to be able to have it so that when you're downloading games or installing content, you can actually plug in um, uh, additional hard drive space for additional storage. The reason that they did that is because the uh, the hard drive that comes in the Xbox One is non-user serviceable, non-replaceable, as opposed to the 360 where you can just pop off a hard drive because it's in a completely external thing and pop on another one. Or with the later designs, it's a thing that you stick into it. But the point is is that you can't do that anymore in the Xbox One. And so right. they've got a port onto it so you can plug in additional hard drive storage space. And that's not going to be ready at launch. So Bummer. I know. It, it, the thing that confuses me so much is that it seems like such a really simple thing to implement. Especially... Um, the, the, you know, we're two months out from launch. A little bit over two months. Mm-hmm. You know, two months, two weeks... So, 10 weeks. Um, And uh, Major Nelson tweeted the other day that Xbox Ones are officially in full production. Like, he tweeted the picture of the first one being packaged and put on the pallets and sent out to distributors. So, we're two months out. That seems not only, A, early, and B, you know, for something like, you know, not having external storage at launch, it seems like something that they could add in. Like, like you know, like you said, Charlie, it seems like something that wouldn't be that difficult to add in. But I'm not a technical person, so right. I, I don't. The the two sides of that are one. Um, they say it's not going to be available at launch, but that doesn't. They didn't say when it's going to be available. It could be a week later. So I mean, like it could That's be true. a patch that comes out, you know, very quickly. The other side of it is that with a launch of the magnitude of something like this, at this point, they've probably stopped all development. Like they've basically like put a bow on it and said like this is it from now until launch. It's stress and beta testing, you know, and you know we're just looking for bugs. We're trying to we're trying Trying to break the system as much as we possibly can, you know. Try, you know, they have, uh, you know, and then they can mix that into that required day one patch yes. um, that turns off the DRM and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, you know, most uh, you know console releases, they, you don't, they don't like publish it as much as the uh, you know the day one patch of the Xbox One does. But I can almost guarantee you that there's going to be a day one patch on the PS4 also to cover up any bugs or anything that they oh, found yeah. from when they first started boxing up PS4s to when they when they actually ship. I, I'm pretty sure every console I've ever had, including the you know the Wii U, I remember it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I remember it on the Wii U. It yeah, took yeah. All three hours later. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, and th- that's just what they do with 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 systems and networks and you know databases, and everything this complex. Like there are so many things that can go wrong, and it's everything. You know, they 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 have software that simulates. You know, you know, first thousands, then hundreds of thousands, then millions of people all you know utilizing their servers all at once, and you know they have to do this stuff incrementally. You know, to look for these issues to crop up. You know, they they just can't you know turn on the faucet full bore because then when fifty issues come up, they you know it could be one thing cause you know whatever. Um, but you know that's just the way that this goes, and so it'll just be a matter of um, you know how long will it take for them to figure out this patch, yeah. and uh, when will we see it? But yeah. And you mentioned beta testing. Speaking of beta testing, uh, literally hours ago, uh, a man 
published on YouTube a video of his face <laughs> using the Xbox One, what we can assume is like a beta console or something like that. Um, and he's actually... You know, he, he's actually showing off the dashboard, and it doesn't look like anything we're not used to already. It's the Metro interface and stuff like that. The cool thing is there is apparently multitasking where you pause the game or and then go to the dash, and the game is still like running in one tile, and you can go do whatever else. Um, and it also apparently took like no time at all to boot up the game, which I'm excited about. Um, Let's probably start on the hard drive in that case. I'm assuming so, because because he was mentioning stuff about downloading things on the marketplace yeah. and uh, how there's only, like, two games that actually work right now and things like that, so... Um, but the marketplace itself did look cool. It was it was actually split into, like, games and movies and music and television and stuff like that, and, um, and then there was all the different tiny little squares that said, like, this is your music, this is your videos, this is your pictures and stuff like that, and I'm like, great, I'm never gonna fucking use any of this stuff. Um... <laughs> But, of course, everyone's talking about how stupid this guy was to, A, publish this YouTube video under his real name, of which I can't remember at the moment, and, B, um, show his face on camera and not use, like, a voice scarbler or anything like that. Um, so You have to imagine the stupidity of a person to be like, oh, Microsoft won't care. Because this, per- <laughs> I guarantee this person or someone he knows, I'm, I'm going to laugh my ass off if, like, his dad works for Microsoft and oh, it's just like, man. hey, here you go. You know, I'm going to laugh my ass off if this kid is just like, yeah, my dad brought home an Xbox One. Check it out. Pretty bitchin'. Doesn't was his play last Call of Duty yet? <laughs> was his last name Nelson? It was not. <laughs> or, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I suppose I should say was his last name Herb. No. Larry Herb. That's Major Nelson's real name. Ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it no, it wasn't. Okay. Um, no, I'm sure we'll probably, if it is somebody's kid, we'll see in the next couple of days, child murdered over Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep an eye on the police blotters. Because um, I guarantee with something like this, I guarantee there's some kind of NDA where you can't even tell people you have the damn oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is breaking all sorts of rules. Not even showing that you have the thing, showing that you have it in your house, showing that it functions, showing a game on the thing functioning. This this guy is in all sorts of legal trouble at this point. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Uh, and I have no sympathy for him because he was dumb. Yep. Because uh, I, I, I've been... But we thank him. I've, I've, yes, we thank him, <laughs> you know, for confirming pretty much what we already knew about mm-hmm. the interface. Um, you know, I, I've been on that side of, like, NDAs and stuff like that during my writing days and stuff like that. It's not fun, and usually I'm just like, you know, even, you know, like, with you, Goat, you know, I'd get, like, a review, and it's just like, yeah, I got a new game. I'll tell you about it in a week. Yeah. Well, what, what is it? Can't tell you. What console is it for? The one that's currently out. Yeah. That's all I'll give him, you know. So, so yeah, so whatever. Okay, well, that's uh, that's the week in news. Uh, up next, we have Bill here for a reason, so we might as well make use of him. Yay. Okay, so we're talking about Kickstarter games today, specifically uh, Mighty Number no. 9, which is why we have Bill here. Hello. Our uh, resident Mega Man expert. Yeah, the, the, the Mega Man expert we've probably referenced like four times, and every time we've said Mega Man. I'm glad I could be of service. We're finally giving you a voice and not just a reference. Yay! <laughs> um, Bill, what's your whole take on this uh, on this Kickstarter, being the, the Mega Man expert you are? Obviously, you know, it, it's from Mega Man's creator and a lot of the original teams and stuff like that, but... Uh, what do you what's 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 your view on it? I'm, I I'm curious. I'm stoked for it. That doesn't I'm, surprise I'm, me. I'm gonna own it day one. You've, have you already backed it? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I donated money to it today. Which which level did you back? 
he he really wanted to go for the ten grand one where he well, has dinner all. with the uh, yeah. with the yeah, creator. If, but, if uh, I could pull ten grand out of my ass, you'd bet your ass I'd do it. But if you could pull ten grand out of your ass, I think you'd be doing other things besides having dinner <laughs> with game developers. <laughs> No, for for now though, I I literally yeah, I can't talk. I only donated a dollar for now, but you know. Well, you have the you always have the option to up that if you so decide. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's, it's, he hasn't shopped the tears yet. <laughs> oh, I was looking at them. There's there's a couple where you get you know you get Mighty Number no. Nine T-shirts and autographed, uh, which you'll probably own at some point anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but you get uh, Inafune autographed some sketches, and you can get one of those. I mean, like a lot of the a lot of the prizes, you know, they had like two hundred of them, and most of them were so like Limited sold out, numbers. as it were. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So for now, I just throw out a dollar. Yeah. yeah but, what do you uh, get for a dollar from Hamshake? I I don't remember what it was <laughs> from some. I, I think I think I think that's the you've got our thanks. You know the the kind of hey yeah, you that, gave that us a dollar. Fuck you. But you know what? And I don't care either way because that'll help it get out because they uh they broke the one point seven five million dollar mark. Yeah, they, they've obliterated what, what their backing the, goal. Yeah, what was the original goal? 900,000. 900, so they're doing all right then, right? Yeah. They're one, almost double their goal. Uh, I say they're doing yeah, all right. The uh, the next the next goal on the stretch list is 2.2 million. Isn't that, isn't that for uh, uh, PS3, 360, and Wii U versions of yep. the game? Oh, I hope they hit that. I, oh, they, I, will. They, they will. They will. There's they will. no I mean, way they won't. Console. I would. No I, I buy on console. I would, too. I mean, that, that's what I wanted on, you know, because obviously I don't have a computer or anything like that that'll run it. But uh, you and you want the gamer score? Don't lie to our well, listeners. <laughs> of course I do. I mean, come on now. But no, um, the, they shouldn't have any problem hitting that two point two. I don't think so either. I, I mean, mean it, I think they hit like what was it like two or three hundred thousand in a week? They were funded within twenty four hours. Well, yeah. So they 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 have absolutely no problem with this that's thing. a lot of dinners. <laughs> um, no, no, for the dinners there was only nine. That's still nine people have dropped ten grand on this, or no, no. Oh, uh, think, okay. No, there was only like nine total prizes. Oh, but, uh, six six of said nine were claimed already. Oh, so he's doing six dinners at least. Wow. Wonder if it's, this is uh, a once like like a whole Last Supper kind of feel, or it's like individual dinners. I think it was. I think it was. It said like dinner and drinks with huh. him. So you like what I, kind of drinks does KJ Nafune drink? Open bar. I don't know. Hold on, let me, yeah, let me see probably. if I can find that. That uh, he goes to Barcade. Yeah, gets all gets all the Mega Man flavored drinks. <laughs> like the uh, the the what are they called? The energy drinks. Yeah, the yeah. ones that are, look like Mega Man. Yeah, life oh, bars. Those, are, those are amazing. Are they? The, they're the I, should, I shouldn't be surprised that you've tried them. <laughs> they're uh, bright, bright blue, and it tastes like. Now, did your HP actually go up when you drank it? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay then. I need to get he, he all of these. He still has a sealed can in his Mega Man shrine. No lie, there's a Mega Man shrine I've seen in that doesn't Bill's surprise room. Me. That doesn't surprise Comic me. Comic books, <laughs> models. <laughs> If oh, it exists, models, you mean you mean like little plastic ones, not like people dressed as Mega Man, right? Yes. Okay. Like actual plastic models that you can build, and no, I yeah. haven't touched either because they're staying okay. sealed. No, that's why he was only able to donate a dollar to the Kickstarter because the amount that he has to pay that guy <laughs> to stand in the suit in the corner twenty four seven—that's a lot of money. Um, There's those weird body painting ones of himself that he did that we don't talk about until now. Awkward. Until right anyway, now, yeah, so yeah, everybody we, can hear. Yes. Um, I am Mega Man. 
Oh, I'm, I'm looking to see if I can actually find the list of what uh, what, what the prizes were nice. for like donating X amount the pri- of dollars. The, the prizes were a lot of like you know you know what's interesting. Before I go into that, um, we've mentioned the ten thousand dollar you know tier and stuff like that. But remember when we were covering the Metroid film Kickstarter, Goat was going insane with all of it. Okay, like, well, until we got to the ten grand mark, and it was like you'll own Samus's suit, and Goat was just like. Does the does the actress come with it? And 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 then he was sold. But in my defense, this is a full game, full game that needs to be made, and it's actually you know it's going to be on council if we make that mark and all that stuff. The Metroid thing was ridiculous because it was a ten minute movie. Like the cash that ran to, into copyright infringement well, from yeah, the get go. But I'm saying, but like, my biggest problem was like cash to product was so far skewed. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, yeah. like I'm getting what. What do you what do you think, Bell Ten? Like if you one hundred percent like a Mega Man, you're looking like comfortably what, like four or five hours, six hours of gameplay. Uh, well, if Bill's it, playing it, he'll finish it in twenty minutes. Okay, no, <laughs> it, it, it depends. It, it depends on that because if you're talking about classic series, you know the world speed record for Mega Man Two is like thirty minutes and okay, thirty three seconds. Casual play like a human, not you. <laughs> um, like, ca- casually casual? looking at the television and not checking your email um, while playing. About <laughs> maybe an hour and a half, two hours, honestly. Okay. Uh, well, as far as the classic series. I've what about 9 and 10? Because I know you're 9 and 10 those. were pretty hard. Okay. And, um, I've, I actually finally beat 9 a while back. And what that clock in for the expert player being you? Um, you know, I don't know because I did it in chunks. So Guess. I mean, uh, maybe two hours. Okay. But then you get to the X series. X series is a little bit deeper involved. Okay, because the X series actually had like a deep story and stuff. Well, like that that, that too, right? but actually, like finding all the pods to get the um, you know all the armor upgrades. And as the X series goes on, you know the original the original X series only had four armor pieces. Once yeah. you got to like X two and X three, it had four to eight. So you had to find like multiple suits, yeah. and then all the heart containers and things. Yeah. So I mean, X's were a little bit longer. This, this so all right. With that being said, in your expert opinion, because obviously you've been obsessed with this news. Oh yeah, is it going to be more of an X length or a classic length? This um, this one, from what I've read and from what I've seen, it looks like they're going more classic. Okay, that's what I thought. I but I mean, it, they're they're you know, I was reading. Uh, Actually, I'm one of my notes I had. There's um, certain enemies. If you defeat them in a certain way, uh, they drop cell, which they spelled X E L, um, that he absorbs and he can do different things with it. Huh. Which I think is because the character's name is Beck. His and his, I guess for lack of a better word, sibling. Like his role equivalent is Call. Mm-hmm. So there's Beck and Call. Ah. Like in the original <laughs> Mega Man, there was rock and roll. So you know, it's ah. it's it's kind of one of those things. So he is really like literally like tripping over we, the like, we've Capcom co- we've line. Co- we've covered this. He's yeah. basically standing on the line of copyright infringement and mooning Capcom and saying, "Fuck <laughs> you, I'm doing this." You can't sue me. You can't sue Like you know, because he created. He was Edelfoon was part of every single Mega Man. Period. Yeah. And well, yeah, he, he is Mega Man, isn't he? Right, basically. Huh? Yeah, like, well, he, I mean, like he, I don't think he's a robot. I'm pretty sure he's a human being. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he was a robot, though. A robot. <laughs> no, but um, the, Bill's still it, like, I, I watched the little interview that he has. You can actually see the see it on YouTube or the Kickstarter site. They have it where he was talking about making a game that he wants to make. And As opposed to being tied down by exactly. a, a publisher and, and with and it being like his company, he can do it how he wants, 
and you know any ideas and things that people want and want to see brought to life that they can do it with no no questions asked you know so basically he just put every fanboy's penis at full attention and was like <laughs> it's finally happening well and, and that's the thing i love about the kickstarter too because like depending on you know the some of the tiers you get to help design an enemy or you get to help like the I think there needs to be a VJ enemy. Yeah. They're they had uh they had a couple Beard on here of for doom. Uh, let's see. Um anything from Man, they have a chart on the Kickstarter. They do anything from I think it's ninety nine dollars. <laughs> uh let's see. Ninety nine dollars you get like here, a Phil, strategy guide and Ah See there's Charlie with technology. Um, That's what he does. So yeah, like you know, eighty bucks you can do a beta access to it. Okay, and they got you know. So they're actually like good. Yeah, like yeah, and then, pro- and then you, and then you get like a copy of the sa- then you get like a copy of the soundtrack thrown in. And what I really liked actually was that uh, at some point you get an actual boxed copy that'll be like. Uh, designed like old school like NES boxes and stuff like that. And oh, nice. No, 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 no. It gets better. They're going to have a separate Western and Japanese box art. Nice. And one of the tiers even has it so that you can get both. And oh, I, nice. I'm just like, that's a great tip of the hat. They need to find the like guy that. that did the original Mega Man art. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, but they do. Well, you know, they the, should, but they shouldn't. Yeah. You know, the thing I like about this too is, you know, it ranges from forum access to, na- you know, naming credits and backer only events. To a digital version, then you go down and you get beta access T-shirts. You know, you can create a challenge. You can get a boss poster, uh, signed hard hardcover art book slash strategy guides. Wow, hardcover! Um, you can get an original Ooh, signed fancy. sketch. You can get your voice in the ending theme. See, which would what? Be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> read, yeah no, read, read the details on that one. Uh, the voice one. Yeah. Uh, let's see it says, uh, we'll use a recording of you saying a word, phrase, or sound effect of our choosing to be used in the ending theme as the credits roll. It includes previous non-limited rewards. So, how much does that cost? Uh, $1,000 or more. Ouch. Man, is it Anyone worth... Anyone want to give me a grand to show up in a Mega Man? I mean, Mighty Number no. 9. Is, is it worth having all hail for a grand in the Mega That credits? would be amazing. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure I could get together a thousand dollars. But yeah, you know you can. Uh, but no, it's their choosing. Oh. Unless they happen to have all hail in the game, which would be awesome. I mean, you know, like I said, if if I could afford the ten grand, so, I would drop yeah. it. Even so the wait. logo for Mighty Number no. Nine looks like a Mega Man logo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. So, yeah, so, so by the time that they're done collecting all these donations, the ending theme is going to be beatboxing? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how they're going to work that or what they're going to do. But yeah, whatever. You know, my hats off to him, and I, I'm all for this project because it's it's this is what actually helps Kickstarter too. This is what Kickstarter was made for. I just want the email where it says like, "Okay, I need you to make a recording of going me me me." Do yeah, you're not you're not making actual words. You're yeah. making words that sound like they were brought out of an NES sound chip. Oh, nice, so. nice. Yeah. He mentioned like, the, no, it's in the theme song, so I'm assuming it's part of the of the music, and so I'm assuming that like all your the, the voices are going to be like, "Hey, mighty." Or something. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, get, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe it's just a chorus of like everybody records the same thing, and then so it's like a chorus. Oh, they did something like that for Sonic Generations at the end of oh, Sonic. Yeah. At the end of Sonic Generations. Well, I'm. I, I always like telling this story because I can say I'm quote unquote in Sonic Generations. 
<laughs> at, at the Sega party at E3 2011, um, they said, Hey, everyone, we're going to record your voices and we're going to put it in Sonic Generations. And they said, We want everyone to say happy birthday because it was like the 20th anniversary of Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that. Oh, nice. And so literally everyone at this concert in this like bar, everyone's just like, Happy birthday! And it happens at the credits. And, uh, and so everyone's just like, My voice is in Sonic Generations. They're With- like, Where? And I'm like, You'll see. With 3,000 other people. <laughs> no, it was a solid 300. <laughs> you could pick VJ right out. No problems. If you if you amplified it enough, you probably could. <laughs> he's he's um, the one who goes, wait, what are we saying? <laughs> um, but, but this whole thing with the Kickstarter. Happy birthday! I, I, oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hysterical. Um, I'm sorry, it's my failsafe. <laughs> <laughs> I have Tourette's! <laughs> so this whole thing with the Kickstarter, I kind of wanted to touch on other Kickstarters because, you know, you guys have mentioned, like, you know, being able to create things without, you know, a publisher on your back and stuff like that. And I love this idea, and, we, and we've and we covered this on the show before, but is that a good thing, you know, because then the creative director has creative freedom, or does it go the go in the direction of like Broken Age from Double Fine where suddenly the game is too big for its own good and you need to sell the first half of the game to make the second half of the well, game. You know, in a situation like like this, especially with Mighty Number no. 9, it, it gives, you know, they, they stated in the articles and things, it's the game that the fans want. Oh, I won't doubt that. And, I, I won't you know, deny that. Like, as, as soon as I saw this, he actually sent me a text like a week and a half ago at like four. Uh, uh, audio goat, only. Goat, you by need, the way, there you go. <laughs> goat sent me a text at about four thirty in the morning, and coincidentally, I was up because I was up because of work. But that's not the point. Um, cool story, I was up because I don't sleep. I made Bill's day that much brighter when it was still dark out. <laughs> it's true, and you know, I, I read the article and saw everything and watched the little snippets that they had, and it's. You know exactly something that it looks especially phenomenal. somebody like me who you know, is if, obsessed if, with Mega Man. If it wasn't for the fact I don't have patience for Mega Man games, I would totally be looking into it. Well, and with this, with Mighty Number no. Nine specifically, this is the solution we've been waiting for. Capcom's been screwing you and Bill, you you guys over. Oh with, yeah, with the cancellations, like well, you guys have gone through what three cancellations already? You know, Mega Man Universe, yeah. Mega Man Online, and yeah. Mega Man Legends. So, yeah. so all right, screw you, Capcom. We're gonna sidestep it. This is a solution. You guys are getting your well, game. See, then, and all I love, that. then there was uh, Mega Man Unlimited, that entirely made fa- or, uh, fan-made game. Yeah, I remember that. Which I'm, I mean, the, the only real Mega Man release we've seen in the past like three years or so was that Mega Man Cross Street Fighter thing, and that was just a fan-made game that was like a Flash game, and Capcom yeah. just like. Yeah, we won't sue you for this. And, I mean, and, and it, that was it'd about be it. one of those things. Like if they would, if you know, like Microsoft would grab it and throw it on Xbox Live for like five bucks, I'd buy it. You know, same thing with like you never know. It's the same thing with like Mega Man Unlimited because the videos. I actually like years ago. I was watching videos about it before it was like an actual game. Yeah, and you know, it was just the guy who made it showing every you know all the levels and stuff. Okay, let's be honest with our fans. We'll bring Bill's Mega Man problem. To a full face here. <laughs> if they came out with cooking Mega Man for forty five dollars, he would pre order day one. Probably. <laughs> I need to remember not to drink while they're speaking, because <laughs> I almost ruined all of Charlie's equipment, and I would feel yeah. really bad about that. But, but back on the Kickstarter thing, so the Mighty Number no. Nine had to happen. The, my big thing with Kickstarter though is a problem of like like that Metroid thing. It's junk. It doesn't need to happen. There's a lot of shitty projects There's, that go it, up. Either it goes it either goes left where it needs to happen. And it's a great thing. But you get all the sludge that doesn't need to happen I'm on the reminded, right side. I'm reminded of when Kickstarter first started, and there was a uh, there was a Penny Arcade comic um, in which um, 
I don't remember which character's which, but one character found the other is just like, hey, I found your Kickstarter page. Are you insane? And literally, it's just that character with a goofy smile asking for a million dollars, and the tears are like, five dollars, I'll say you know, I'll let you say you know me. Ten dollars, I'll let you hug me. Three hundred dollars, I'll let you hug me twice. And you know, stuff like that. And and you actually saw stuff like this, which is why Kickstarter put all sorts of rules in place. Well, um, yeah, but everybody's gonna exploit it. Well, of course. Speaking of exploiting. Um, th- there was something I saw earlier today that I actually wanted to bring up. Uh, Ouya is doing this Free the Games campaign, um, which, if I'm not mistaken, what it means is that if you are if you do a Kickstarter for a game that it launches exclusively on Ouya within the next six months, uh, and it's funded and it's above like $50,000, Ouya will match dollar for dollar all the money backed and they will give it to you in order to develop your game. Anyone with half a brain can see how this can be easily abused. Suddenly, people pop up games, they fund $50,000 of their own money, then Ouya gives them $50,000, they fund back, you know, whatever they paid on their own Kickstarter, and then they make their game. So, bam, you just made a game for free. And you get 1337 back from Ouya. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely come out on top. Um, two that, pro- that two, two, so ga- two, two games have actually already been uh, suspended because they were suspected of exploiting the system and stuff like that. Um, one of which, keep in mind, uh, was called Gridiron Thunder, which used official NFL branding and everything like that, which EA has paid through the nose to keep. So there's no way that this tiny little Android game asking for you know fifty thousand dollars is legitimate. I can't wait till the lawsuits get doled oh, out yeah. for that one. I cannot wait. We're going to have a field day. All the top five is just going to be NFL suing these guys. EA is also suing these guys. <laughs> Ouya is suing these guys. Kickstarter is suing these guys. Yeah. You know. Um, so I, I'm. I That's question. Just, man, the desperation on that just is so. I agree. Here with it is. I agree, but that's not why we're here. Um, <laughs> So I, I I question whether Kickstarter is actually a valid platform for making games because you know obviously it's got you know you've got complete creative three freedom freedom but you get it three times huh yeah exactly <laughs> you get complete creative freedom but then you run the risk of like now you've got a ton more people that just quote unquote invested in yeah. your game and if you piss them off that's no <laughs> I think it should be in the right hands like 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 double fine like legitimate. You're starting, to, you're starting to see a lot of Kickstarters be in the hands of people who have already been successful. You know, Double Fine, yeah. PJ Inafune, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Veronica Mars. Because they oh, funded yeah. Veronica Mars the movie through mm-hmm. Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, which everyone's just like, huh? Is this a- Kirsten Bell, that's her name. Oh, yeah. Um, everyone was like, Sh- shouldn't she have a bunch of her own money? And, and um, everyone else is like, well, come on. You're not just going to throw your own money at a movie and stuff like that. Which- well, yeah, why not? Whatever. Anyway, um, so I, I'm, you know, I loved Kickstarter bo- back when Double Fine started the whole, you know, making games through it kind of phase. But I'm kind of thinking that it might need, either need more rules or it needs to be kind of like fading out soon. Otherwise, or separated like Kickstarter professional, Kickstarter amateur. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea, but I wonder what draws the line for that then. Because remember, something like... Are you established? You know, like, yeah, do, you, exactly. do you already have products in the marketplace somewhere? Are you a company? That's, okay, I'll agree with that. You know, because, yeah, because, you know, there are, you know like, especially with Inafune, you know, he's got a resume. 
you know, yeah, an impressive one. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. So I mean, if he you know, if he starts it, then I naturally, yes, okay, we're you know, he'll be in the professional spot. But if like you know, we the four or the five of us you know try to go do something, you know, we would be on like a public page, yeah, or, yeah. you know, something like that. I think there's going to be like that separation to where it's like, okay, you're doing you're doing big stuff, and you've got a name, and you've got backers, yeah. and you can yeah. ask for the moon. You're a professional, yeah. VJ takes over Mars on Android. Ooh, yeah. I don't know who you are. Where do I fund that? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll put you down here with the amateurs and where we actually started. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's getting, it's getting kind of yeah, I mean, I mean, Do you think in a situation like that, if they had some kind of questionnaire type thing like or certain criteria that they well, you can lie on I mean, questionnaires well, yeah, i don't but, know if you're I mean, aware like certain criteria or something that they would have to meet to go to like the tier of professional or something like that i could totally see bill just screw that up be like do people know you yeah i got friends <laughs> are you doing a i video know game? yeah i've played video games <laughs> oh good you get a hundred million dollar backing sweet <laughs> um but with that, does anyone else have any other comments about Kickstarter whatsoever? Uh, the only thing that concerns me about Kickstarter in general, which it seems like they've they've finally gotten a handle on, are, are people who are exploiting the Kickstarter system to begin with. Because like the problem with Kickstarter is that there's absolutely no guarantee that what you're funding is actually going to happen. You know, it's like if yeah. you if you go up there and you say like you know we're trying to raise a million dollars to make this thing, and then they end up raising the million dollars, and then they say, guess what? It didn't work out. Sorry. Like you don't get your money back. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And so it's you know that that's always been a concern thing with, with me with Kickstarter so that's why I really like Goat's idea of having it be separated because if you have like you know like the amateur side where like you know you know you know I, I could ignore it <laughs> and then <laughs> you've got the professional established side of stuff like Mighty Number no. 9 and you yeah. know Double Fine and stuff like that you know I mean I, I you, guess I guess you can I guess separate it, your funding too you can be like alright amateur side I'll give you five bucks because that'd be cool if it happened yeah you have a three percent chance of this actually happening so you get five dollars alright professional side You've got five games out. Yeah. All right, I'll give you fifty bucks because I got a better chance, and you're actually going to send me my tier, and it's going to happen. Right. See, so, you know, in, in a situation like that, though, I think that also comes to the person who's giving the money. You know, you need to like read everything about it and actually research it before you say drop a hundred bucks on something. Yeah. Well, yeah. that might not happen. Personal preference. So I, I think it would be on you as an individual. You know, to go ahead and drop money, you know, whether it be a dollar, whether it be five hundred dollars. Yeah, like Bill would be more apt to drop a hundred dollars on nude oil canvas paintings of Mega Man, as the rest of us here wouldn't give it a dollar. <laughs> I might give it two. I'm gonna throw a penny too. Well, with that, uh, that's all. That's literally everything. On kick, not literally everything, obviously. <laughs> um, everything we care to speak about on Kickstarter and Mighty Number Nine and stuff like that. Um, uh, thank you for your expertise, Bill. Uh, you. You'll obviously be sticking around for the mailbag um, in literally a few seconds. Um, speaking of which, let's see what you guys had for uh, mailbag question this week. Okay, for our mailbag question, hey, uh, of listen. course we asked, um, "Do you think Kickstarter is a valid platform to make games?" And we got a response from Taylor. Uh, who helped a goat and I saw a guitar into this past week, by the way. Yeah, his help was very needed, because that could have gone bloodedly wrong. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> video to surface, eventually. Um, Taylor says, valid, yes. Reliable, stable, and secure, no. The game needs to have some sort of specific audience in mind, but it can't be too niche. 
If it is, you won't get enough backers. Big numbers often scare people away from backing. Rewards need to be something people would want, etc., etc. There's a lot more risk, and if the game fails to meet its goal, the developer gets no money. It'll be interesting to see the final products of some of the first Kickstarter games. With all that said, I do like the idea of Kickstarter games. So, you basically said the same kind of stuff that we did. You know, people need to have an established, like, plan and stuff like that. It can't just be, you know, Bill going on Kickstarter and saying, like, Hey guys, I want to make Mega Man 10. Again. <laughs> In HD. In HD. Anybody know Come how on, to give do me HD? more credit. At least do 11, not 10. 10's already <laughs> No, done. no, Bill would do 10.2. 10. 10.2? <laughs> 10 yeah. <laughs> Would they have fancy costume changes? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Lightning I like that make, reference. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning would make a uh, up here. It'd be the first Mega Man game with a uh, a, uh, a system where you have to uh, level up and yeah. Um, and getting to our actual emails, uh, we've got an email from Bill. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Right? Okay. <laughs> you want to um, read your email to us? <laughs> No, no, I'll, I'll let uh, VJ do it. Bill says, Goat, I know we've covered Jello and Pudding. What are your thoughts on cake? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Which um, is better than the first time I read it. The first time I read it, I thought it said, I know we're co- covered in Jello and Pudding. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> not right Yikes. now. Yikes. Uh, this isn't a revenge to me on his podcast. I send questions into his podcast every week, and I've been asking what they think about uh, Jello. They were okay with Jello, so everybody knows. A little shaky on pudding. Well, yeah, well, what, well one week, goat, goat is our songbird, so we can call him Goat. <laughs> we, he, we can call him Goat Bird, if you will. Um, I like this idea. What, one week, he, he sends us a question, and it just nothing, just... What are your thoughts on Jello? And me and Polly looked at each other. We're like, "What?" We're like, J- "Jello's cool." And like two weeks later, we get, "Well, we know about Jello. What about pudding?" And we're like, "What?" what? <laughs> so now we can get revenge on our podcast. So, what are your thoughts on cake? Cake, cake is good in moderation. I never expected you to take the responsible side. Is it a lie? Huh? No. No. No, oh. <laughs> no cake is good in oh, moderation. What? N- never mind. Well, it's my, it's my no, responsible no, no, please, answer. Please go ahead. No, 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 I, I, I have nothing to add. My irresponsible <laughs> answer is cake is great on her. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys don't know about foodies? Oh. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Um, turns out we also have a pair of voicemails um, this week. That'd be two, right? Yes, that's okay. what a pair is. <laughs> It's also a fruit that grows on trees that I don't like. Oh, God, we have fruit voicemailing us now? Great. <laughs> anyway, so so we've got a pair of voicemails. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, both of these are from celebrities. So let's uh, take a wow, listen. Wow, we've got, like, oh, we first Vin Diesel. Now who's calling in? Uh, I don't know. Let's take a listen to the first one, shall we? This is Snake. I don't know who you guys are, but you have a guy who sounds like me on your show. Also, I have a question for Mr. Movie Phone Guy. I want to know showtimes for Fast 7, because Vin Diesel made it sound really good. But I don't think there are any theaters on Shadow Moses Island. Is there any way you can help me? Uh, I, I think that was Solid Snake. Wow. Um, he, was, he was looking for showtimes for Fast 7, but he doesn't think there are any movie theaters on Shadow Moses Island. Which makes sense because Shadow Moses Island is a military base. So I don't know. Most military bases do have a picture show. 
Uh, yeah, but picture secret show? show? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, picture show? Yeah, yeah, picture show. We're going old school here. I see. I mean, I mean, I mean. Well, they have secret awesome weapons. They had to pull the funding from the movie theater. <laughs> so they're all silent films. Yeah, yeah. They're just now getting Charlie with, Chaplin's uh, with Russian subtitles. I'm just saying, if Snake is going to Shadow Moses Island, I think he has more important things to do than to see Fast Seven. Well, apparently he thought Vin Diesel made it sound really good last week, so it can wait. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure Metal Gear's got at least one video screen on it that streams. Oh my god! So uh, thank you, Snake, for calling in. Um, Check we'll, Netflix in twelve months. Yeah, uh, we've got another one here. Let's uh, let's see what this one has to say. So, uh, Elmo's apparently mad we don't cover kids' games enough. And is definitely on some sort of drug? Well, that's just Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> the speed cough at the end there. I, Dude, like, put, put it down. Speed cough? That's how he laughs. That was him laughing, man. Because he's on speed. <laughs> apparently. Did you not grow up on Sesame Street like the rest of America? No. Oh. No. That's, that's how he laughs. Really? That's how he speaks. Oh. Clearly, because that was him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well, now we have to decide who won the voicemail contest. Was it Solid Snake or Elmo? Seriously, do you guys hate free money? <laughs> <laughs> I vote Elmo because he has a valid point. We do need to cover more kids' games. Well, we're not exactly a kid-friendly show. You've, you've made things to show. That. <laughs> so does that have kids? So go we have to, a parent in the house. He's got Bill's got a, a, a wee tot. I do. Actually, so does, so does that mean you're gonna you're gonna willingly cover G Force then? That game was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go ahead and agree with you there because I. For the it. record, this is the this is the game based on the movie about the CGI yeah. guinea pig spies. And it's going really to good. space. The game actually was good. The gameplay was amazing. The story was decent. I just want to reiterate: they're talking about the game, about the movie, about the CGI <laughs> guinea okay. pig spies. All right, and to defend us, there's a diamond, an exception to the rule. In every in every rule, there's an exception. This actually, even if it wasn't guinea pigs, it would have been a great game. I, I highly suggest it. It like, was one of those. I'm like, well, I guess I can try the demo. Let's see how bad this movie game is. And I'm like, damn it, it's not bad at all, and it's a movie game. Well, and, and for like a month, Goat was telling me he's like, dude, you got to play, it, you got to play, it, you got to play. It. I'm, I'm like, shocked you prompted yourself to to download the demo and be all, well, how bad could it be? We know how bad it could be. It wasn't, yeah. but that's not the point. But then again, Chuck, don't you have Hannah Montana on your Xbox? Play it was for Gamer Score and nothing else. <laughs> and that comes full circle. But no, seriously, GeForce actually is really, really fun. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll try it out when I literally have nothing else in the world to play. It's better than it, it, it's, it's better. It's better than Eternal Darkness control wise. Put it now. Th- you have my attention. <laughs> well, put, put it this way: it's it's a crack game like Animal Crossing is. So it doesn't have an end? That was, no, no, I got burnt out of no, Animal Crossing. No, but, but I mean, it's it's one of those games that you, you, you're you like, I, I gotta play it. Well, no, no, no. And a better sell point here is literally you could take take the guinea pigs and toss them into the cages and call it a day and insert I don't care whatever, and it would still be a great game. Like, yeah, the it, engine is that solid. Yeah, it was it, creepy. It, it really was. The, the playability <laughs> factor of it was amazing. Huh. 
<laughs> so now that we're done, once now, again, now, that we're, now, that we're, now that we're done having two grown men gush about a children's game that no one expects anything out it's of, it's Elmo's yeah. fault. It's, it's all Elmo's fault. That I red blame God damn it, Elmo. I just I don't understand. Ten dollars of free credit <laughs> to, the, to the gaming marketplace of your choice, and nobody even. Charlie is really angry that no one is taking advantage of our contest. I think he's I think anybody, he's more angry any one of you actual taken. listeners, any one of you actual people that are listening. To this could have called in and say, "Hey guys, I like the show," and you would have won. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I'm not because, because you if, you, if you guys didn't pick up on it, uh, the, the Elmo and the Snake were both me. You no, do a really good Elmo. We'll give you that. <laughs> well, like, thank you. Frighteningly good. Like, I think you're really That's Elmo. That's what everyone tells me. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> all right, all right. So, See, again, and Charlie will have nightmares every Sunday no, 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 night no, no, now. Here we, go, here we go. Anyone. Anyone. As long as you call in and you say this phrase... We'll get ten dollars. Wait, whoa, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa! Tread lightly, friend. The all first I want the, person. No, no, all I want them to say is first time caller, avid listener. That's it. But what if all of a sudden you get like a hundred people that say that? We get timestamps. <laughs> oh, you're saying the, the first person first that calls person. in. Yeah, you first neglected person. to say that. Yeah, dude, so, said, so, which is why Charlie's panicking. Just like, I don't have $10 for everyone. No. First person via timestamp that calls in and leave us, I don't care, whatever. After you say first time caller, avid so, listener. So does that mean theoretically blah, blah, I could just blah. go walk outside right now and, and do that? your name, you're on the uh, show. All, you all, don't all, count. Four, all four of us are ineligible. Not on the show. Actual listener. You can't be a host, and you cannot have previously ever been a guest host. That goes out to Matches Elfring, yep. even though your characters are amazing. <laughs> I do not want Claude Pickens calling in as a ghost and saying, first time caller, avid listener. I do. But yeah, first time caller, <laughs> avid listener, and your name, you get the 10 bucks. First caller. <laughs> so anyways, I cover everything, gentlemen. We've uh, we've got it. We we uh, got all the stories. Out I, of think, the way, right? uh, I think we've hit that point where we plug shamelessly. All right, uh, goat. You apparently don't have any tour dates coming up. No, I actually soon. have no plugs. We are off. That's shocking. Uh, we are actually off until somebody books us in October. Nudge, nudge, wink, yeah. wink. Well, I have a far one out. We are going to do Tay Twenty in Rockford, November twenty third. But oh, okay. it's September, and really, who cares at this point? Yeah. Wait a second, what day of the week is that? That's a Saturday. I think it's a Saturday. Wait, so what day did you say it was? November 23rd? Yeah, that's a Saturday. Yeah, that's right a Saturday. A, right, right after, after, after the Xbox. Xbox One, you can spend $5 and come out and see me. No, I can't, because yeah. it's holiday season and I work in retail. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's been playing their Xbox One, so it's be like us playing to like... Yep. The four people who own an Atari. <laughs> Stream it on YouTube, I can watch it that way. <laughs> on your Xbox One. Yeah, but yeah. Charlie, you got anything? Um, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, I haven't mentioned this one in a little while. If you guys want to uh, chat with us folks on the Facebooks, uh, you can find, uh, I believe, all of us, yeah, all of us, in the uh, Players Club group. Um, talk about video games uh, and all sorts of related things. Uh, Android for everyone. If you like uh, Android stuff, you can find uh, me and a couple of us there. Um, curiosity, talk about iOS and uh, and Apple-related stuff, if you would like. And uh, oh yeah, with the Apple uh, Apple release coming up this uh, this uh, coming Tuesday, coming out with the new iPhone and all that, I'm sure we'll have a. Well, I'm sure there'll be a lot of conversation talking about that. And um, so, if yeah. you like fruit, go there. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and uh, as far as we are all concerned, you can find all of our stuff on the Gamerhead Radio dot uh, com uh, site. All of our social networking profiles, both personal and the pages, are all listed over there on the right on Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus. Oh, now I don't. Now I don't have to mention the social media stuff. You can still spell my username again, because <laughs> what would the show be without that? <laughs> um, well, if you use normal spelling, it was taken. Oh, Liam Nielsen has it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's he doing with Ted Charlie? Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bill, you've got a podcast of your own, don't you? I do. It's shameless. Uh, yeah, a little little shameless plug here. It's uh, Good Bad Horrible. Uh, you can find us at Good Bad Hor- or Facebook dot com slash Good Bad Horrible. I am sorry. Uh, that's uh, myself and Polly Redcoat. Um, Good Bad Horrible at Gmail dot com and at Twitter at Good Bad Horrible. And tomorrow we are actually recording, and we will be having Viking Jesus and Goat as guest hosts on ours. That's, that's me and him. yeah. And we are, and it's rebranded specially for us. And tomorrow's <laughs> episode that we will be recording is Game Bad Horrible because we're talking about video game movies <laughs> and tearing Ray. them apart. And, well, <laughs> not necessarily. But please follow us, like us, and, questions, and, uh, questions, what? email, you know, anything. And what concerns. is good, bad, horrible? Uh, we are a movie podcast. Uh, every week we assign homework um, because Quote we do quote. do spoilers because we're assholes like that. Um, <laughs> so if you don't watch the homework and you listen and you get spoiled, it's not our problem because we warned you. Uh, but every week, um, usually every week we do a different theme. As I stated, that tomorrow's episode is Game Bad Horrible, so we are doing video game movies. Uh, and then after Paulie and I talk about them, we put them in the spots of Good, Bad, and Horrible. Now, they're not... You know, not all of them are necessarily bad or horrible, but that's the hard part of our job is we have to find little things that we didn't like or so on and put them in said spots. Ever tell you guys about when I reviewed uh, games for a site that I still won't name on air? Um, and I think, every- I think we deemed it that site. Yeah, that's like, um, and how a lot of people accuse me of liking everything. And I'm like, have you seen my review for Mugen Souls? You I gave that, that a game. S- oh, yeah, it was game of the year. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, he says sarcastically. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know. What's this week's uh, movies you're covering? Uh, Tron, the original, uh, Doom, and Prince of Persia. So if you want to hear me and VJ have, uh, have our way vocally with these movies. Oh, I'm glad you <laughs> added vocally. Because I, 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 I was about to be like, what? What I, kind of homework did we have? I, I honestly <laughs> see all four of us tearing apart Doom, but we're not going to get into that until tomorrow. So. Oh, you just wait. <laughs> you just fucking wait. But yeah, as I said, please email us with questions, concerns, comments, anything like that. Uh, like our Facebook page. And so on. You get a personal Twitter, too, if you want to you wanna see what uh, Bill does off. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's your? Uh, I don't think anyone wants word? to see what Bill did. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Demon Two Four Two Four is my personal Twitter. So with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gamerhead Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio. Uh, I'm Viking Games Live. He's Sir Goatsworth. He's Tech Charlie. That's T E K Charlie, and I will spell it till the end of time <laughs> because Liam <laughs> Nelson's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're now on Stitcher Radio. Look up Gamerhead Radio. We're now on Google Plus. Look up Gamerhead Radio. Uh, we're everywhere. We're fucking ever. Oh, I, I didn't do my. So I didn't. Close. I didn't do my own plugs. Hang but on. We are so close to being on the internet as a plug. <laughs> um, 
Obviously, I mentioned, you know, I, I put out my original song, Polybius. It's 13 minutes of face-shredding metal, which is both face-melting and shredding. Literally, I still have scars. And I helped. <laughs> and Goat helped. Um, it's available on Bandcamp, uh, vikingjesus.bandcamp.com, for a name-your-price. So that means you could download it for free, but if you want to be one of my favorite people, you'll toss me a buck or two. For Polybius 2.0. So I can make a Polybius 2.0 or 3.0 or mm-hmm. fucking whatever. Um, which will be 15 and- minutes long. Just announced tonight, literally before we started recording, um, she's already left the studio, but she was here earlier. You guys heard her. Um, my next video game cover is going to be a metal version of Still Alive from Portal. Um, myself, of course, on guitar, and uh, Miss Jenny Richter on uh, on vocals. Um, I wish she was still here so she could be all excited about it, but she's not because she had other things to attend to. Um, that'll be released sometime, possibly this week. Unless things go wrong. And I helped again. And Coat helped again. (laughs) And with that, Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Aperture Science. We do what we must because we can. This has been Gamerhead Radio. With cake. Go. Can I go now? Yes. Okay. God, you can't go on yellow. <laughs> Kids these days. Um, Do we go on three or before three? God damn it, go. Shut up. <laughs> Coming in at number five. Oh, um, number five. All right. <laughs> don't you start. <laughs> don't you start. Coming in at number five. Um, Hideo Kojima had some really odd tweets this past week um, talking about the characters that... <laughs> You're going to delay the whole damn show. We we did so well last week. <laughs> Do you want to reset? No. Okay. No. Put all of that in. <laughs> um, Even this? Whatever. What about this? And that? Well, You're the editor. <laughs> no dark helmet references. Okay. All right, fine. <laughs>